Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, I am back. Yes. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, July 14th. The year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my finally doesn't have to do everything again co-host, Matt Sheehan. Well, thank God you're back. I, I, I speak on behalf of all the beautiful listeners out there. Um, you were missed, Will, and also you've inspired us as well. The bachelor party you were on what spanned seemingly three and a half weeks. You, you, you golfed, you hiked, you went to a desert, back to Vegas. I, how are you still alive right now? That's, that's the first question of the podcast today. Let me just set the table here. Uh, you know, I'm just in peak physical form. Sure, that's true. People forget that. Yeah. People do forget that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, and just un- undeniable Adonis of a man. I am. Sure. Just p- built by Bill Bar, baby. <laughs> that's right. Just carrying you through a, a five-day Vegas desert bender. Can I ask one more question, actually? Sure. So you had, what, roughly 25 miles of hiking, and 20. then you golfed. Tw- I'm sorry, just 20. Just relax. It's JV 20. numbers. Excuse me. So you're there for a few days. You hike, you golf, you're traveling all over. And then it ends in Vegas. And at that point, you're probably tired. And also, I assume like you spent some money at that point, too. So there's two schools of thinking wrapping up a bachelor party in Vegas. Do you either just take it easy, take it slow, and make sure you don't lose any more money? Or are you trying to win the whole trip back? in one night at the table. So like, what was your Vegas strategy for the final night of this four, five, six day bender, however long it was? It definitely wasn't trying to win it all back. Um, Okay. That's good. Cause I've seen people try to do that. And (laughs) let me tell you, that didn't end too well. We, uh, we got into Vegas relatively early on Sunday. Okay. Uh, Got into the, the room around like noon one ish. Uh, So, you know, we were just, Hitting the tables, we did some uh, bar side video poker, key, sure. play it for a quarter a hand kind of thing. Then we did the um, the horse racing game, the digital oh, derby, the best. yes, which was a blast. We were there for like an hour, hour plus. Went to dinner, yada yada yada. You know, it was just like a normal Vegas okay. evening. Um, eventually. I think there was some out of handness later in the evening, uh, but generally it was pretty pretty normal standard Vegas night. Man, God, I'm jealous. I miss Vegas so much. It's been so long since I've been. So I was just living vicariously through you mm. the, the final day you were there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Great to have you back, though, Will. Great oh, it's just mediocre to be back. Yeah, there we go. That's the spirit, baby. <laughs> back with a vengeance. On today's show, we're going to talk about basketball recruiting because, uh, dear God. Mm, Well, well. And then after that, we'll we'll figure it out like we always do. Okay. That's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day 
five days a week in season, but only three days a week out of season. I do not know what August will bring us in terms of days uh, a week of how many shows we're going to be doing. I would guess we'll eventually switch to four or five, but yes, we'll be three. Stay tuned. Three days a week throughout the month of July. All right, Matt. Nice. All right, well. You're worried about basketball recruiting, aren't you? I'm worried about basketball recruiting. Uh, Zachary Ray, he emailed us. We, uh, I answered it when I did a solo show last week, and since then there have been some developments. Uh, the, the question was, simply put, uh, are you worried about the current state of 2022 basketball recruiting? Um, just a quick rundown for those that uh, aren't as super-duper plugged in and actually have a life outside of following high school basketball players and their interest in college. Uh, Terrace Reed, uh, Trey Holloman, Isaac Trout, uh, Keani Wright, Sony Johnson, Ty Rogers. These are all names that are high on MSU's board. These are, for the most part, all names that mm, might not have MSU on the top of their boards. Seems, seems to be things are going sideways for MSU on the 2022 recruiting trail. If you read the message boards or, or any sort of plugged in whatsoever. But you felt good about, hey, there's this kid, he's rated 169, he's a three-star right now, his name's Jaden Shutt out of Illinois. The kid can shoot, he's got some bounce, this is great, he's under the radar, he's close to East Lansing, hey, 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 if not for nothing, we might get this guy. Well, since voicing concern along with Zach and many MSU basketball fans last week, Jaden Shutt has gotten a Duke offer. Mm -hmm. It's very clear that MSU isn't the only program that knows that he's very undervalued as a three-star. Yeah, listen, I I understand that just because you get a Duke offer doesn't mean it's guaranteed. Max Christie, for example. Mm -hmm. I'm also not naive enough to think that, well, mm, (laughs) it's going to be an easy get for Michigan State at this point because... (laughs) I get it. Coach K's retiring. John Shire's taking over. Listen, th- th- that Duke D is still going to be there, man. Like, the brand is still there. The brotherhood is still there. When Duke comes knocking on your door, whew, that's some sex appeal, Will. Uh, not to say Michigan State ain't a mighty fine program in its own, but yeah, I mean, sometimes, most times, Duke just hits a little bit different than MSU, so now we're starting to feel even bad about shut. Will, I'm going to just pass the mic along to you. Thanks for letting me ramble one last time. Um... Are, what's your concern with the 2022 class? Can you give these people a bucket of cold water to dump on themselves and calm down? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I feared that. All right, now it's a fit. Now we're officially at DEFCON 2. All right. There we go. There we go. Um. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, Shot was the only one where it seemed to be trending in a positive direction. Every other person that they've gone after or had committed has gradually drifted away and out of their grasp um you know there's still a handful of uncommitted guys but they're all seemingly now trending in the wrong direction and then you add in the duke offer for Jaden shut and you can't even feel good about the one thing that you're like well at least he's decent seems like a good <laughs> like no no duke wants the 150th ranked player in the class now you can't have him so there's definitely some concern for this class, and considering that it looks like they'll have to add a handful of people in this class, like it's not a one-person class or oh, a yeah. two-person class. Right. Um, because, I don't know if you know this, Matt, Michigan State 
currently going into the season with a couple open scholarships. I believe it's two, yeah. right? Is that where they stand right now? Yep. Okay, and then so two. next year they're looking to fill five spots then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, so you got a, a potential five-man class that you cannot get a single recruit for. That is concerning, but... This is fun. I'm having fun. It's a fun time. But Baylor just won uh, a national yeah, title okay yeah. with a team full of transfers. The portal has now become a equal, not quite equal, but a damn near equal option to filling out your roster. Obviously, for the most part in hoops, you're not going to be able to land a top 10, top 5 superstar, future lottery pick type of kid as a transfer. You can. It happens sort of occasionally, but it's not nearly the rate that uh, they are coming out of high school. Those kids generally go the one-and-done route, and off you go. So it's not an equal way to fill up a team, but it is a certainly viable and real, there's a realistic path to winning when that is the way you build your team. I don't know if uh, Izzo's going to want to go that route. We'll see. He's dipped into the portal enough over the years to make me think that that is you know, something he'd be willing to do, add three or four transfers in a class. Um, but we will see. I want to get Matt's reaction to that. In just a second. First, though, oh, I didn't realize yes. the time. The time, that's the hardest thing. Coming back from vacation is the adjustment to the time. It felt like we were five minutes into a segment. Sure. We're actually ten minutes in. Today's episode is brought Bang. to you by rockauto.com. Dot com. Matt, we got all these cars, all these makes, all these models, all these special mm. editions. It is literally impossible for your local auto parts store to carry every single part available for all of these cars. It's just, it's impossible. It, they cannot do it. They would need a warehouse the size of Japan to do it, Matt. Sorry, I'm just, there's a thunderstorm rolling in and this could be the end. So if uh, this is my last podcast, it's been real with you guys. Um, yeah, Japan, big, <laughs> just like rockauto.com's warehouse. That's right. So it said, oh, no, I'm, I'm going down. This is it for me. All right. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Instead, nah, maybe who's to say? Go to rockauto.com. They are a family business serving do it yourselfers for more than 20 years, and they have everything you need from brake parts, tailings, motor oil, to even new carpet. What else, Matt? Gas pedals. Gas pedal. They do have gas pedals. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. Why would you choose to spend? 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Well, it makes sense if you were a big old clown, Will. That's right. Here. But you are not. Here. So instead, you're going to go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, Matt. Do you think? I don't. Do you think the portal, like, just not maybe Jaden Shut ends up being the only twenty-two uh, high schooler, and they add three or four portal guys? Like, do you think that is a viable path? Could you see Tom Izzo doing that 
Or could you just like see him being like, well, see ya. <laughs> I mean, it's that, that's the thing. It's like we talk about the portal being a good option. Uh, it's, and I'm at a crossroads between like, yes, it is a good option. No doubt. I mean, just point to Baylor. That's the very obvious exhibit A right there. And uh, the other crossroad here is that, well, we look at the portal option because what's what's plan C? Like plan A of your high school recruits is not working out. Plan B, that's got to be it because plan C is just leaving, what, three, four scholarship slots open going into a season? Like that's just you can't. not going to happen. No. So no. Um, yeah, so transfer portal is definitely more ideal than just, I don't know, having another repeat of your, I forgot what year it was, 2014 class, like where you strike out on your first three point guard prospects yeah, and settle with Tum Tum. No, no, no disrespect, no disrespect to Tum Tum, but yeah, like that's a class that this is really giving me vibes off of. Um, and here's the conundrum too, and this is what a lot of like state fans that bicker back and forth about the portal um, are on. There's there's two sides. There's um, There's one side... It says that like they don't really think Izzo can tackle the portal that well or won't adjust well to this whole hoopla of the transfer portal. And then, of course, the other side that says, well, I mean, what are you talking about? He just got Tyson Walker from the portal. He has Joey Hauser. He's gotten Bryn Forbes, Brandon Wood, Aaron Harris in the past. Like He has dabbled in the portal before, but I think the answer is somewhere in the middle here. Like, I, Yes, he does the portal. However, like... We're, let's not kid ourselves. He is an old school guy. I'm sure he's not going to be jazzed about, like you said in the first segment, trying to find two, three, maybe four guys in the portal in a single offseason to try to supplement his team mm-hmm. with championship talent. So I, I think there is a little bit of leeway here. Yes, he has done the portal, but yeah, he's an older coach, more old school guy. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, Will, I don't know. I guess we just got to sit, <laughs> sit here and wait, man, because it's also tough. Like, who's going to be in the portal next season? I mean, uh-huh. probably middling talent yeah it worked out great for ucla and johnny juzane i wouldn't count on that necessarily every year but yeah it's a it's a tough spot for msu to be in right now um no doubt about it that's why we're spending two segments on it and really worrying the whole summer about it as we go into the fall here um i don't know on a scale of one to ten how much like faith i have in tom to restock this team through the transfer portal if he needed three guys maybe like a seven I'm more I'm more positive than negative about it, just because yeah I don't think he's gonna sit on his hands and be like oh well guess we don't have players going into next year like I, he'll make it happen it just happened with the point guard and Tyson Walker uh, you know it's happened with you know, Hauser you know he knew he knows he needed a shooter and he got Bryn Forbes back in the day so I, I'm more positive than negative about the transfer portal prospect but I do get people's like apprehension against it no doubt I, did you get the same vibe or or even more positive or a little less negative than I am about it. I I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I'm fine with the portal. Yeah, no. I don't I, I have some apprehension yeah. about uh transfers and taking them in, but it, it's not any different like it's just a different apprehension than high school kids because like, well, why didn't it right. work out at this place? And with a high school kid it's like a total unknown and you know a certain amount of them just aren't gonna end up turning out. I have a question for you that's kind of, excuse me, my goodness. What, you just get back from Vegas or something? Come on, man. Perk up. Let's go. I have a question for you that's kind of hot takey. Oh, yeah, please. Could this be the first signs of the end of Tom Izzo's time? Oh, certainly. 
Look, Certainly. And yeah, don't get me wrong, of course age is paired with it as well, but yeah. I I certainly think so. And, and I, I've had this take on here a few times, and of course, like, it's a retroactive take because I've said it for the last few years, but I always thought that he would walk out the door when his son leaves the program yeah. in the next two or three years. So, I mean, it's, it's a very easy, uh, you know, statement for me to make pairing it up with that, too, because the timelines kind of match up. But, yeah, I, I think with just everything going on, his age, just how rapidly basketball is changing, whether it be the transfer portal or NIL, yeah, I, I think he's got limited years left. Of course, he's going to, you know, whenever he's presented with that question, he's going to say, no, I got no signs of retiring. Like, of course not. Like, he's still recruiting. He's still going to do his job. Like, he's not going to say, no, I got two more years tops. Like, that's uh, that would not be well. So do I think it's the beginning of the end? Yes, but I, I don't know. Like, I think we were kind of close-ish to the end anyway. So I – yeah. I guess I'm not losing too much sleep on it. I, I don't I, I hope I, I articulated that well. Like, yeah, sure, it, it doesn't help, but I don't know how much it really hurts, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Well, I, I ask because in retrospect, when you look at the last few years of the Mark D'Antonio uh, tenure, the recruiting sure. was a spot where you look at it and you're like, well, that was a sign. It turns out that wasn't a blip. That was a sign the way the recruiting sort of fell off there, especially the very last class. And the yeah, the class sure. after that was, like, we talk a lot about the 2020 class, but they also didn't have a single junior committed as well um, for the mm-hmm. 2021 class when he retired. So that is a sign that I think, I don't know, it, it maybe it's just like a canary in the coal mine type thing that you can look back and be like, oh, yes, when the recruiting started to go a year later, yeah. it you know, it made sense that it was time. I'm not saying that that's going to be the case here. And Tom is a crazy person and is still trying to get it done. Um, we'll sort of, I get what you're saying though. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, totally. Th- that's especially juxtaposed with the D'Antonio time. Yeah. yeah. No, no question about it. I that's mean, the only reason I bring and yeah, it up. I'm sure it's, and I'm sure like other coaches, you know, that are much younger are, I, 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 I don't know if you want to use the term negative recruiting, like, Oh, he's not oh, going to yeah. be there. Yeah. Really, I just think that's just—I mean, I'm going to whisper this dirty little secret that I have. Personally, I just think that's just called recruiting. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're trying to sell a kid to your program. Of course, that's going to mean talking not so nice about other programs. I mean, yep. yeah, it's just—it's the nature of the beast. I mean, you want your kid to go to your school, like Matt Painter's saying, like, yeah, I've got—I've got enough time left of this school to go through five of your careers here. Or Chris Holman down in Ohio State, the guy looks like he's 28 years old. I mean, yeah. It's uh, yeah, I I totally get those vibes. Again, this is pure speculation. I I don't think this is necessarily what's happening, but hey, maybe three four years down the road when we look at this class and what happened in hindsight, it'll make total complete sense. Yeah, I uh, guess that's that's what I'm more asking is like, could we look back on this class the way we look back on the 2020 class for D'Antonio? Just like, oh yes, I that I uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, could definitely. Could. I'm not saying for sure, but yeah. Could. Could, could. Yeah, that, that's a nice way to say it, like with protecting myself and not <laughs> going out there being like, that's just definitely what's happening. But look, I mean, look, what's, yeah, it's like it's hard to argue against it. Like, it's, it's yeah. not like only two of like the seven top kids that they've been going for. Like, no, no, no. The, 
they are striking out big time here. Like Terrace Reed, I think. Oh God, it was uh, some U of M publication online. I for, I'm sorry, I forgot the website. They said that you know Terrace Reed, he's got Ohio State, U of M, and Purdue all in his top three, and he went and visited like MSU earlier last month, and he said he doesn't even have recollection of it. Like, <laughs> I, oh, oh, oh my! That well, that could be a lie. That could just be a horrible memory. Regardless. <laughs> What the hell are we, Chicago State here? Jesus, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrace Reed, he's acting like he just went to Mount Pleasant for a, for a weekend. Like, my goodness, not shaking hands with the Hall of Fame coach and getting a tour around a Final Four banner-laden facility. Like, oh, no. But that's just one kid. Whatever. Well. All right. Let's pause here. We'll come I, back. I, I laugh to keep myself we'll from crying, Will. That's, yeah. What? Sorry. I laugh to keep myself from crying, Will. That's, oh, that's okay. the thesis of the last two segments combined. The storm is knocking out your connection a bit. First, a word from Built Bar. Ah, Built Bar. Build those bars. Right, right. Matt, we've been telling the people about Built Bar for a long time, but now we've got a special limited a time, limited time flavor. Limited a time. Limited, limited time. time. Limited we'll time still celebrate flavor. the early year of 2020. Yeah. There we go. Very Love proud it. of our, very proud of my countrymen. Uh, limited yes. time flavor built grasshopper cookie. Matt, when I say grasshopper cookie, what do you think of? Well, I think of a mint that's pretty thin. Will I gotta say, uh, in cookie form. I'm just spitballing here. I, it's not like it's written in the copy or anything, but yeah, I, yeah, something like it that. Is. It, it's is that accurate. It's nice. built bar's version of the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor, without. That added sugar, and these things are absolutely fantastic. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. And maybe mint's not your thing. Maybe you don't like the thin mint cookies. That's okay. Bilt Bar has you covered. Coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors for a total of 18 bars. And these things aren't just delicious on your taste buds. They're also delicious on your body. Body, body, delicious on your body. They have 17 or 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today, get that grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. By going to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's one word, LOCKED, the number 15, and you'll get 15% off your order. It's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Today's show is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Come on and bet money. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action baseball season. It's at the all-star break, Matt. We're at the halfway point. Yeah, you got that right, buddy. Uh, you know, I was going to say American League, but the game will be over by the time you hear this. So, Yeah, go AL. Um, yeah. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs at BetOnline.ag. Before the next pitch, head over on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams get ready for the dog days of summer and prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKDOWN. One word, LOCKDOWN, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 
BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Matt, I got a couple emails here. I want you to pick a number one through three. Alvin Ellis, one time, three, baby. Let's three. go. Three, okay. One time. Everyone thinks of Alvin Ellis when they hear three. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fact. It's just patently true. All right. Um, I don't know if you did this one. Oh, no, you, I don't think you did. Okay. Let me know if you did. Did Try you me. do the Freaky Friday one? Oh, keep going. Uh, mm, I don't think I did, but maybe. My, my memory is very fuzzy. Okay. It's a Freaky Friday scenario. Mel Tucker and Tom Izzo are out to dinner in downtown <laughs> East Lansing and arguing over how difficult it is for them to win a Big Ten title in their respective sports. Sure. A waiter at the restaurant overhears the argument, slips them magic fortune cookies that are the same ones from Freaky Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Do you understand that reference? I actually do. Against all okay. odds, I do get okay. that reference, yeah. And that triggers a switch where Mel's subconscious gets switched into Tom's body and Tom's subconscious gets put into Mel's body. So now Tom is coaching the football team in Mel Tucker's body and Mel is now coaching the basketball team in Tom Izzo's body. The only way for them to switch back is for one of them to win a Big Ten title in their respective sport, which coach wins that title and triggers the switch back. I This just marries the first two topics so well with this question. I, I think it's Tom Izzo's body and Mel Tucker's conscience. Just, I mean, I'll say it for the 80th time this podcast, uh, transfer portal, baby. I mean, okay. Mel's getting it done in the transfer portal. Tommy needs to get it done in the transfer portal. Why, why not just put Mel Tucker's transfer portal uh, skills right into that 5'5 five five body of Tom Izzo, baby? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think... That could be disputed. Or I, I, I'm trying to talk myself into the Mel Tucker body and Tom Izzo conscious, but maybe it's just on the recruiting trail. Tom Izzo, it's four star. I don't know. No, I, who am I kidding? It's 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 the basketball Big Ten title, baby. That's right. That's a good question. I love that one. Nice. I'm going to disagree with you. Whoa! <gasps> no, we're supposed to agree with each other. Will God? No, I, I think you're wrong. Shoot. Again? Wrong. Okay. Man, all right. I, I'm going to make a reference. You're not going to understand it, but maybe you will. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and a, a bunch of people in our audience will. You know in Guardians of the Galaxy where no, Chris Pratt, <laughs> Chris Pratt's character, um, finally he gets referred to as Star-Lord. He's been trying to tell people his name is Star-Lord. Nobody calls him Star-Lord. Um, and then finally you're, at the you're end, speaking Mandarin to me. Yeah. someone calls him Star-Lord and he's just like, finally. Remember that part <laughs> of the movie? I haven't seen two seconds of the movie, so uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, that's what I imagine Tom Izzo like when he realizes that he has become Mel Tucker. Just <laughs> finally, finally I can okay. coach football. Oh, yeah. You know what? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. I think I think Izzo would absolutely relish the opportunity, would dive all the way in. You would see, and not that Mel Tucker is like lacking energy or anything like that, but Mel, uh, Tom Izzo's conscience within Mel Tucker would be just ultimate refresh 
because football is his favorite sport. We we know that even more so mm-hmm. than basketball. I think you would just get a like a next level extra gear turned up to ten, gas pedal to the floor. Tom Izzo coaching the football team, and finally, what kind of, oh, I'm sorry, God, no, and finally. Finally, the Red Cedar message board posters from 2006 would get their credit, would get their just due. <laughs> yes. One time for the RCMB, baby. That's right. Why doesn't Thomas uh, just of, coach the football team? I, let's put it to the test, baby. What kind of offense do you think Tom oh. would run, do you think? Because I've got one in my head. It's not specific, but it's like a style that I think he would run. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Real, see, I'm the opposite. I just go to their rebounding and get to the outlet as soon as possible and just run all oh, over the yeah. other team. I think it'd be like Chip Kelly era, like Oregon. Like e- every drive we're going to have, for better or for worse, is going to take one minute and 10 seconds. Whether that's a three and out or a four play drive that went 80 yards for a tutty. Um, yeah, I. I, I guy right. is so hard nosed, though. Like, I. I, I oh, you man. know what it'd it could be? be either of those two, I think. It would be actually like a wonderful mix of like. We're just going to pound the rock and chuck it deep. Mm-hmm. Like, just we're going to be a track team. With the three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. yeah. And then the best play action timing of all time. Yeah. We're going to just be oh, a that. meat grinder from hash to hash. And then outside the hash, we're just like, we're, bo- mm-hmm. we're booming and banging, baby. We are hucking bombs. Every pass is either a two-yard dump to the tight end or just a, a 40-yarder to Ricky White running a streak down the <laughs> sideline, baby. That's right. So That's right. I do think – I think they would both be solid. I think both of their personalities could translate. Yeah. Like, Tony Bennett, bless his heart, couldn't coach Virginia's football team. Coach K. Oh, boy, if you think the Virginia basketball team is boring, oh, boy. That makes football unwatchable. There there are a lot. Like, Paul Christ absolutely cannot coach the Wisconsin basketball team. There's if a, he did, it would look the same. Whoa, whoa, that, I think he could. Just no, there would be no difference there. <laughs> no, he could not. He just, no, he's a total football dude. Um, there's a lot of coaches that can't make that switch that wouldn't work in the in mm-hmm. the opposite sport. I think Mel Tucker and Tom Mizzle would both kind of work. Maybe not great. I think they both kind of would work. They'd figure it out. They wouldn't have people calling for their firings like before the season even ends. Like yeah. they'd at least get it out like they they'd make it out of their first season alive, I think. Who are yeah. some other coaches that could switch I'm rattling my brain sports. right now. Oh, I was I was thinking of not switching. My mind went straight to Mike Leach. Like hit him oh on a basketball sideline. It looks like Globetrotter versus Generals uh, every so single night. There's so many coaches that cannot switch. Saban might be able to just because he's, you know, he'd be God, an old so school kind of yeah. guy. Right. I would love to see Coach O on a basketball sideline. Oh, uh, yeah. I just wouldn't go well. He, he'd get teed up immediately, I think. Will you Wade know what? That's, that's what work. you got to worry about. You got that's what you got to worry about though with football coaches going to basketball. I think is uh, just who who gets teed up the quickest. Yeah, Will Muschamp. I mean, uh, oh god, he gets arrested before he gets teed up. I think he would have a a, a ref in a figure four uh, in no time. Um, Lane Kiffin. Why do could I make feel like work. Lincoln Riley could do it? Yeah, like Lane Kiffin. That's a good one. Like, why do I feel like Lincoln Riley can make it work? Yeah, I, I don't. Yep. I, I don't know why I think that, but I just have blind faith that he can get it done. I also think Bill uh, Self could. Bill Self would have a Bob Stoops vibe as a as a coach on the football field. 
Why haven't they tried? Like, what does Kansas have to lose? Yeah, like, if, if this whole thing with their new coach that they got doesn't work out, I'm, sorry, I'm blanking on his name, guy from Buffalo. But, like, if that goes south, Leopold. screw it. Bill, just get, give it a try. You don't even have to show up for every game. Just the home games. You only have to do that. Um, it, yeah. it literally could give not it go spin. worse. It could not go worse than the Les Miles era. No. And listen, and if he's going to be dollar bill self on the football trail too, like I, I don't yeah. see how this isn't a, a boom for them. Yeah. God, I hope someone in Lawrenceville is, is listening right now because this is we're giving them gold, a golden opportunity lies in front of them. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday, with our third and final episode of the week. Send some email questions. We're running dry here. Lockdownspartans at gmail.com. And if I you sent one and we haven't done it, like re-forward it to me, remind me because now we're I'm at a point now with the inbox where it's all messed up. I was forwarding stuff to Matt from the airplane for him to do, and now I don't know what's been done, what hasn't been done. So, lockdownspartans at gmail dot com. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under twenty minutes. With the Locked On Today podcast, host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport. With the help of our local experts, follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, trivia? Uh, Well, what former Spartans player was named to the 2018-2019 NBA All-Rookie First Team? Jaron Jackson, Jr. That would be Jaron Jackson, Jr. That's right, Will. Welcome back, babe. Look at that. Look at that. All right, guys, go green.